guys, it's Bella and welcome back to Smashing Year 12 English. I'm here today with a special guest. Special guest. Special friend. Special, special friend. guest. Whatever. Um, Jared Tormey, he's here today to talk to you guys about, again, essay writing. I know it's been a bit of a slog. I'm sure you guys are over it, but we're here to support mostly. G'day, Bells. How are you, Jared? Well, thank you. Now you say I'm here to talk about these things. However, in actual fact, I am envisaging that I'm um, more acting in place of a student. I'd like to think that I'm here to put myself in their shoes because in actual fact, Isabella Pizzanetti, you're the one with the knowledge. So it's not that I'm here to talk about these things, rather I feel like I'm here to ask you about these things. Well, we're here to talk together, I feel, because I know you've been studying a lot and you've been writing <laughs> a heap of essays. I have. And so I feel like, you know, you've got some ideas up your sleeve as well. Now, look, I'm excited to talk about it. Before we get into it, What's the name of the podcast series? The podcast series is called Smashing Year 12 English. Smashing. Smash. A little bit of uh, <laughs> Nigel Thornbury. Nigel Thornbury. That's that. probably a bit too old for our guys. They were all born in so. 2004. The Wild Thornberries. Yeah. I've been told I look like Nigel Thorn Thornbury. Guys, Google it. Nigel Thornbury and you'll um, put up a picture of Jared next to it. <laughs> look. <laughs> I reckon we'll digress long enough. A little bit. What are we talking about today? Um, so today we're talking about um, essay writing. Again, everyone's favourite. Everyone's favourite. Um, but in terms of kind of getting an idea about, um, I guess, the structure of essays um, yeah. in a really general way and kind of giving you guys a bit of a starting point to understanding essays, essay writing in general. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Thanks. I think so. <laughs> All right. So um, today really I wanted to kind of get started with why essay writing. So um Jared, mm. why do you think essay writing is so important in Year 12? It's a really great question. In Year 12 and, you know, in the future. Isabella. Go on, Jared. Um, I honestly have no idea to the answer of this. Huh. Um, but what I could imagine yeah. it could be is that it allows each person to formulate a really clear-cut and concise answer to a question. Really nice, Yeah. What yep. would you say? Definitely that. Definitely that. There are also... That's um, good because in my head I was like, oh. <laughs> no, no, really good. Um, there are also um, key factors in, you know, effective written communication. So it's about kind of increasing your skill set in communicating um, in a written format. But, mm. of course, you know, write, when writing happens, thinking happens and... Do you think um, when you say the word essay, it's a bit of a buzzword and it, like... It has these connotations of, yep. of like fear and concern, but in actuality, it's just um, a chance for people to get thoughts out on the paper, and it, you know, it doesn't need to be. Well, I mean, I guess essay made is out the, to be so terrible. Yeah, I guess essay is the structure of it. Like, I guess yeah. you know, like, but essentially, like, I try and talk about essay writing as you know, written discussion because that's what it is. It's written discussion and argument. You know, I've just looked at the computer, the laptop, and we've been carrying on for three and a half minutes. There'd be enough words in that three and a half that that would be an essay, right? Yeah, and, most likely. And, you know, it's not even been a task for us to do this. Yet, soon as if you were to say, sit down and write an essay, oh, God, <laughs> you know, yeah, I, is I how yeah. I think I used to think about it. Sure. Not anymore I mean, because I've had your tips that we're going to talk about today. Thanks. <laughs> now I love it. No, well, I, actually, look, I still, I still, essay writing is sometimes a bit of a chore. Like I guess if you're... Um, 
it's a chore because it's really it's forcing yourself to think in a really structured way. Like if we're talking freely, yeah, you know, there's no real structure to it, and essays do need a specific set of structure, sure. set of you know points to mark off. That's what rubrics center around for essay writing in twelve and in in all essay writing. Funnily enough. This has come up at a great time. So I am doing a couple of summer subjects at uni, mm -hmm. one of which is education and the law, and I've just had to complete this massive assignment and it was written in a completely different structure where I had to break it down into all different sections. And the next assignment that I've become working on is an essay mm -hmm. and I've never been so happy to write an essay. <laughs> and I've realised <laughs> essays are actually quite enjoyable. Oh, 100%. They're very therapeutic because, you know, well, to me anyway. To they are to are, me. Yeah. And people could be listening going, shut up. <laughs> but they're really, I think because you, you do so many of them, like it's got to the point now where I like think it makes, it all makes sense. It all makes sense and it flows smoothly. I'm this. I'm in the same boat. I'm, I'm currently doing. Um, that is so funny. Doing a lit review for uh, my doctorate and it's, not in an essay structure at all and it's like as soon as i have to do some essay writing like in for year 12 students i'm like yes just just throw the lit just review like, well lit review what's a lit review for oh that sorry a lit review is a review of the literature to okay. be really <laughs> to be really well i frank. feel like an idiot they all do that <laughs> no right. i'm sure i'm sure i'm sure they didn't because i don't think you have to write any version of a lit review in year 12. You probably will no, have to do I don't remember doing um, much. really brief or very generalised review stuff when you get to uni if you do want to go to uni and that might come in the form of like annotated bibliographies or something. I, I think I had to do a couple where um, they provided me all the literature Yeah, and then I just had to review it, Yeah, which is pretty easy. Oh, anyway, yeah, whatever. <laughs> let's gas on and I want to move. Is there anything more in respect to why essay writing? No, I think that's it. Cool. Effective cool. communication. So yeah. I think we have in our notes that we're going to move on to breaking into five steps yep. from beginning. So the moment that they get their essay question. Yeah, yeah essay prompt, yeah. Essay prompt. Yeah. What are our steps from there moving forward? Number one. So basically there's five steps to essay writing. The first one is unpacking the essay question. We talk a little bit about this in our workshops, um, in our early literacy workshops, but essentially you need to understand what the question is asking you. Mm. Yeah. And it's it's important to understand it completely because, you know, you can't kind of fly off the handle with, um, you know, just focusing on the keywords in an essay prompt. Um, a lot of students will lose marks because they'll see the word, you know, um, I use this example all the time, but like they'll say the word shark in an essay prompt and then they'll write everything that they, <coughs> bless you, bless everything me. that they ever bless knew you. about sharks right? Um, in this essay when it's not, you know, you have to understand it from a holistic perspective. Yeah. Mm. I think as well sometimes our high school students write the things that they know about Yeah. Um, and it's not actually answering the question at all. They're, yeah. you know, they've got all this knowledge that they want to get out of paper and they're trying so hard to put it in, but it's actually not answering the question whatsoever. So yeah, definitely. you need to make sure that, yeah, you can unpack the essay question and ensure you know what it is asking of you. So Plus, how are you, Jared, with essay, unpacking, essay prompt unpacking? Yeah, I think I really struggled with this for yeah. a while. Um, but the more time you actually spend to figure out what they're after, it actually gives you really like great direction on where to go. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you get a question, you can be a bit lost. If you've stopped to figure out what it's asking you, it almost shows the way. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And you can structure your essays. You can structure it. Yeah, totally. Yeah. 
Totally. I'm tired to okay, yeah. Yeah, good. Not and always. is that something that you've learned at uni? Um, at school and at uni, and oh, if so I if I have any issues, I can always contact um, Isabel Pesamenti at <laughs> literacy at latrobe.edu.au. Bit of a or... shameless plug there. <laughs> <laughs> no, so that's it, and it sort of ties into the second step. Yep. Which is answering the essay question. Answering I sort of the, the gun there. Sorry. Oh, that's all right. Um, answering the essay question. Yeah, yeah, and not not um, carrying on about something that. Doesn't relate. Exactly. Or doesn't connect, respond, yeah. Um, so answering the essay question is the second step and basically it's about having a really solid contention. Um, contention is a word to describe or is a word that means your argument, um, your kind of line of opinion or discussion, yeah. um, your line of argument through your piece. Um, we also use the word thesis at uni level for a contention. Um, thesis is Thesis or contention are probably the to like like um, bring it back for someone like myself. What's the point of your essay? What's the point of your essay exactly? That's your yeah. contention. That's yeah. your thesis. That's your argument. What's your bloody point? Good call, bad call. Good call. <laughs> What's your point? What's your In point? response to the the essay prompt, so it has to align <laughs> yeah. and respond directly to the essay prompt. You yeah. can't just be like, "What's the point of this?" What's the point of sharks? Yeah. What's the point of sharks? Yeah. <laughs> cool. Step three. Step three is um, all about organising the three reasons why um, your contention is what it is and explaining them. And these take place in the topic sentences of each of your body paragraphs yeah. um, as well as, um, you know, filling the body paragraphs out. And para Sorry, I said that really weird. Filling the body paragraphs out. Sure. Um, and, you know, making, discussing your points clearly. Mm -hmm. So they align, the topic sentences always align to, the um, contention. Yeah. So the contention is your argument. E.g. sharks are great. Sharks are great. That's yeah. your point. First paragraph. Contention. And then three reasons why. You they live in water. Yeah. What's two other reasons? Uh, they have really pointy teeth. And um, they were in the movie Finding Nemo. <laughs> <laughs> Disney reference. Bruce. I like it. Bruce. <laughs> Bruce. <laughs> so you'd have, yeah, your point. Your argument, yep. contention, your thesis, whatever you want yep, to call it. Totally. And then each body paragraph is a reason why. Well, yeah, it explores a reason why. Cool. Yeah, totally. Very, very, very basic example was just provided. Sharks, yeah. <laughs> Don't use that. No, no, it's actually quite bad. <laughs> Number four, summarize your argument. Yep, so this is about writing a really effective conclusion. Um, I think students get to the end of, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, Jared. I know when I was writing essays um, in, well, at uni and also at high school, when I get to the conclusion, I would be completely exhausted from essay writing, that I'd be like, oh, and this is it and goodbye kind of thing. Like mm. it would be a really rushed one-sentence-long conclusion which doesn't really stack up. I'm not like that. No? No. My conclusions are always great because I don't need to bring in any other. Don't roll your eyes at me like they're <laughs> terrible. They're great because I don't. In your body paragraphs mm -hmm. and even your intro, yep. you're bringing in information. In your conclusion, you're not bringing in any new information. You're yep. just summarising what's been said. So yep. I can just read what I've written, smash it out in several sentences, end with a hook sentence, or not a hook sentence, end with a sentence that leaves my reader Your thinking. insightful sentence. Yeah, 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 yeah. And yep. I'm like, yeah, well, I put it all together. Well, do you always to use... me the conclusion's the easiest bit by... Well, I mean, it is, but do you always use that your that keyword for your perhaps. perhaps for your insightful sentence? So at the end of your conclusion, 
your last sentence reads perhaps and you provide something exactly. for the reader to think about. Exactly. You always use that. So, for example, in the sharks, I might say perhaps it's not just sharks that are great because all these reasons are also attributable to dolphins, you know, and then I'll be like, huh, oh, yeah, maybe this essay could have been about dolphins as well. <laughs> I've digressed. It's, <laughs> it's such a terrible like. No, no, but it works. It does. It actually does work. So you, you can use Jared's <laughs> keyword perhaps to to start your last sentence of your conclusion. But yeah. ultimately, you want to be really definitive at the end. Like you want to uh, wrap it up, put a full up. stop at the end because, you know, a lot of students will talk openly and maybe bring in new information like you were saying. You should never do that in a conclusion. No. Which then opens the discussion up for something further which you don't want to do. Like you want it to end. It's sort, it's sort of like restate your point. Yeah. Or you can either um, just summarise the each paragraph very briefly and then restate it, which shows that. Yeah. Like, well, sharks are great. So you've oh, got to restate your point. Sharks, so. <laughs> you've got to restate your point. You've got to summarise your three main ideas yeah. in the body paragraphs yeah. and leave the reader with something insightful. Yeah. yeah. And when we're in class and you guys ask us about this, talk to me about the word perhaps because I really like it. I, no, I think it's good. A lot of people. I like it. I think it's good. You can use another, like, hot word as Perhaps well. Perhaps like, is a hot word. Yeah. Anyway. It's probably a weird descriptive. Yeah, <laughs> hot word it. or a keyword or Step whatever. Step five. So number one was unpack essay prompts. We've done that. We've answered the essay question. We've organised the three reasons why and explained them. We've summarised the argument. Yep. Surely it's time to submit. Surely you would But think. no, that's only four steps. Only What's four the fifth steps? step? So the fifth step is proofread and get feedback. And oh. this is something that students really don't do, which is crazy. This is where you can you can increase the most amount of marks from the most small amount of time. Mm-hmm. For all of the other steps, it takes time to get them done and only gets you X amount of marks. By proofreading, you fix all your little mistakes and you make your essay as a whole flow a whole lot better, your marks jump considerably and the effort it took to do it was minute. People don't do it because they think they're finished, they're over it, they've had enough. Yeah. I'm not going to reread this. Or to use the feedback from your your essays to inform future essays. Like because once students get a rubric back or they get marks, feedback back, they throw it out. Like I, I used to do that in year 12. Feedback back. back feedback back. back back. Yeah, um, I agree. It's um, I, I'd throw my rubrics away because I'm like, oh, I've done. Like, but I didn't understand how to use them. I and it's say. like, um, what's that saying? Mistake once. No, I don't know it. But it's like, yeah, you, you don't want to. Um, it's not a mistake unless you do it twice. Do you know what I mean? Oh, fool me once, shame on Whatever that it is. One, yeah. No, that's something different, I think. Oh, oh whatever. Anyway, point being I is know what you mean. <laughs> get your feedback, use it to inform you for future essays. 100%. Because otherwise, you, you, look, if you're worried you're getting the same mark every time, are you looking at what went wrong to improve it? Well, that's it. I mean, if you're trying to improve constantly and yeah. you can, you know, sample from a wide range of people to provide you with feedback or wide range of resources, Good you know, goal. you might want to, email it to your teacher, you might want to email it to me, another shameless plug, send me your work, but also, you know, send it to Jared or you can um, chat to your friend, send it to your friend or say it out loud to your parents, Um, you know, be a bit creative with it. Mm. Feedback is is valid in all formats for all reasons, you know. I mean, yeah, your teacher's definitely a first point of call and and then there's Belle as well. but bloody utilise it. Don't wait till the end of the year to start doing that because 
you want to start improving now. Mm-hmm, 100%. Cool, so they're the five steps. Cool. Great. Did you like them? I liked them. You liked them? I liked them. What was the best part for you? What do you think you'll... Um, you're just hung up on your perhaps word. Yeah, perhaps is a great word. Um, trying to think, the one that helped my essay writing the most was probably unpacking sure. the essay question. I think I perhaps, <laughs> there's the word. Perhaps. I perhaps um, didn't do that enough back in the day Yeah. and probably lost marks as a result Yeah. because I wasn't um, not just answering the question but it, I wasn't structuring it how the essay question was sort of asking me to, mm. yeah. Anyway, couldn't agree more. Let's um let's move on. Isabella, I'm writing an essay and I don't know how to go about writing my paragraphs. It yeah. would be great if there were maybe some templates or structures that I could follow. <laughs> I'm very concerned that you've gone to this point in your studies and you can't write body paragraphs. Well, yeah, it's a real shame. It's a, it's a real <laughs> very, shame. Very stable. Do you have anything yes. that could help me? Yeah, for sure. So templates for essay writing, I've got a heap on the Microsoft Teams page. Cool. Heaps of resources. Um, what, the, um, what structure do they follow? Well, so they follow, so I'm sure everyone understands the teal structure. Teal. Um, T-E-E-L, which is your standard teal. It gets taught in schools. And Year seven, I reckon. Yeah, I think so, yeah. Um, I use that, but I've expanded it. So my teal structure is actually a T-E-E-E-A-L, three E's and an A. T-E-E-E-A-L. Yeah, teal. Teal. Um, which is essentially does the same thing, um, but makes pushes a bit more for further detail and information, which I think is lacking in Year 12. I think and essays, yeah, for so. me... It's quite good to use teal because I can struggle with the word count yeah. and I can do too little. Yeah. I know there's some people that do the opposite. And write too much. And yeah. I think if you listen to how much dribble I talk, you'd assume that I would be one of those people that write too much. But as soon as it comes to writing, I like can't find the, the words. Yeah. I feel like I get to the point. So yeah. it's like having these extra letters. It's like, oh, yes, I need to do this and I need to do this. And it gives me... Um, some really good direction. Yeah, I, I, so I obviously think... lied about not um, knowing how to do it because clearly <laughs> I use this. Hopefully, so Jared, <laughs> are you using TL you know because what? of me, or using a variation I, of your own? I I was already doing it to an extent by the time that oh, you fantastic. showed me being at uni. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. Um, but the planning template that you have, it's good to still reflect back on that. Yeah, and, for sure. And you can identify. Yeah. Um, well, my, my issue in year 12 was that, oh, and even in early uni, was that I was writing teal paragraphs with two E's and an L. Yeah. Um, but I just wasn't putting enough, enough depth and detail into sure. it, which is what the teal comes from. But I'm not going to call it that anymore after now. <laughs> it's going to be gonna just what? teal. What are you not going to call no, it? No, not teal. doing it. <laughs> anyway, so they're on the MS Teams page. Yeah, the Microsoft Teams page. Um, you'll find them on What do they all stand for? T. Oh, topic sentence? E. Uh, oh, God, you're going to put me on the spot. It's There's three of them, uh, pal. I know. <laughs> I'm going to uh, explain. Explaining the topic sentence. Yep, yep. Second E. Elaborate. Elaborate No, on. sorry. The second E. No, no, no. I've got a, I've got a backwards. Hang on. You're confusing me. Sorry. I've, just, first, I've just thrown you under the bus here. I've got a, you tell you what I think. Oh, it's right in front of me. Yes. Yeah. Um, okay. 
T, topic sentence E, elaborate on the topic sentence, so explain it further. The next D is evidence, whether it's a quote or um, description of your text. My favourite thing about evidence that year 12 students don't do is just talking about the text as opposed to quoting the text. They do need to put quotes in, though. Oh, okay. Like, it's a recommendation. It's a requirement. It's a, okay. Yeah. Well, like, but some descriptive so evidence is okay, totally. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, and then the next E after the evidence is uh, is explained. So explain the evidence in relation to your topics and then so in relation to your point. Sure. Um, then you've got A, which is analyze. So analyze that topic sentence in relation to the idea. Um, and then L, which is link. Yeah. Yeah. Gross. Easy as. Nice one. Anywho. Anywho. Is that all you want to talk about in response to, in regards to structures? Yeah, and I think so. I mean, look, make students need to make sure that they reach out if they need templates. Yeah. Um, I can create templates um, whenever they need them for whatever reasons, but, yeah, just reach out. Cool. You'll find a lot of the stuff in files on Microsoft Teams. Cool. All right. Cool. So we've talked about the structure of an essay yeah. and we've talked about um, a couple of resources that students can use. Mm -hmm. It's all in preparation for the end of the year. The ever-looming exam. And... I think people think it's so far away, but, you know, no matter when you're listening to this, the exam's a hell of a lot sooner than you probably think. I feel, and I feel like never... everyone's felt a really fast year this year, so hopefully it, hopefully with that in mind, they realise that years actually go quite fast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. especially year 12. You start, oh, yeah. next thing you know, you're done. Yeah. And I think it never hurts to start thinking about the exams as early as possible. Um and I think it would be good before we talk about anything else, what the exams look like. Yeah, for sure. So a lot of students don't actually know that until really late in the year before they have to sit the exam, mm. which is scary because, you know, I spoke to a few students um, mid last year who, um, you know, my initial conversations with them, I was tutoring them. Um, and my initial comments were, you know, so do you understand what the structure is for the exam? And they couldn't tell me, which was so scary, yeah. you know, because how do you plan for something you don't understand? And it's not even, it's not planning in terms of um, for just that day. It's like, how do I train throughout yeah. the year? Yeah, totally. How, like, how do I um, set myself up to get better and better so that when I get to that game day, the exam, I'm ready to rock and roll. But I love the description of training. Like it is. It's essentially your studying is your training for it's all preparation for yeah, a yeah. performance at the end of the year, yeah. you know, for that day that you're performing. And it's the same, you can think about that in all subjects, you know. Training for biology or training for, you know, hundred percent. Whatever other subjects. Absolutely. Um So what does it look like? Yep, sure. So so we teach across V C and HSE, as you know, Jared. Um, and so the exams are slightly different for both. Um, sure. VCE, you've got three components um, in the exam. You've we're got, talking um, just standard English. Standard English. We're talking standard English. Yeah. Um, for VCE, you've got a an analytical essay, you've got a comparative essay, and you've got a language analysis. You've got three hours. Three hours to get those three things Hour per each, you'd suggest? Hour per each, yeah. And that's an hour capturing all elements of essay writing. Yeah. So those five elements that we um, spoke about earlier in the podcast. Awesome. And we are, we could go into depth in these, but definitely, I think oh. we'll do that in, in a different. Yeah. Oh, I talk about it. I'll talk about it. We'll talk about analytical essay writing. Awesome. Later. Awesome. So yeah. keep your 
ears peeled. Ears peeled. For those ones. And the resources that go with them. Absolutely. Of good stuff. But we just wanted to touch on, on what the exam looks like. Yeah, and totally. in HSC? HSC, a little bit different. I mean, essentially you do the same kinds of things, but it's very much strung out. HSC, oh, HSC makes things really difficult, unnecessarily I think, difficult. I think you and I might think that because we've come from Victorian, Victorian schools, schools um, and that's our um, norm. But in a teaching capacity, like I can confidently say that HSC really stresses me out. Anywho. <laughs> um, which I'm sure a lot of you guys can relate to. So um, HSC, there's two English papers. Yeah. Um, they're both um, structured into sections. Sure. So paper one um, of the English exam, you've got two sections. Section one is short answers. So essentially it's short answers based on written and visual tasks that are included in the exam. So yeah. they come in the exam. Yeah. Um, and then, and they relate to the themes and stuff that you've learned in English, of course. Section two is an essay question on the common module. Now, HSC has modules, um, which is, again, yeah. a, different component, a different thing to when compared to BC. So um, two sections in paper one. In paper two, there are three sections. Creative got, writing. Yeah, one of the last one is, but it's called the craft of writing oh. to be a bit wanky. I don't mind it. Do you? I don't. I think it's silly. My um, my one of my younger cousins has just completed her HSC. Yeah. And um, it's telling me all about yeah. the creative piece. Her no, her craft of writing. Oh, her craft of writing. <laughs> 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 it's quite good. I was I was very interested. Anywho, beautiful. And well, the, that's section three. Section one of the HSC paper two is a textual conversations with us, which is essentially um comparative writing, essay yeah. writing, yeah. Um, which centers around <clears throat> module A of the of your learning. Um, and then section two is criti the critical study of literature, which is basically analytical essay writing. All right, um, so once again. Module B, sorry. I'll just say. Module B. Yeah. So once again, we will talk about these in more depth in future podcasts. Definitely, definitely. Yeah, cool. I do want to say, though, the craft of writing is a creative piece. Um, the, this is section three of the HSE exam centered around module C of your studies. Um, it is a creative piece, but it also is a has a, a reflection type piece attached to it. So essentially for the craft of writing, oh, you have to write an additional piece to align Reflecting on it. Yeah, essentially. Talk about like, how you've made links. It's called, uh, I think it's an analytical commentary okay. um, that you have to write alongside the craft of writing. So just be aware of I that. I reckon I have to do something similar to that as a school assessed coursework. Well, I think in... that runs us into the next point that we wanted to kind of talk about, which was in class assessments and SACs. Sure, so this is the training. We've sort of worked a little bit backwards. Yeah, a little which bit. Which is fine. Where, where are we We're going to? We're a backwards type crew. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Where are we going to and now it's like, okay, well, what is the journey to get there? So yep. we'll go back to Vic. Yeah. So we've got. So Victorian students, as you know, Jared, we sat sacks we in did. class, yep. which are basically in-class assessments. Yeah. I, I don't even know what they're. Oh, school assessed coursework. Is that what it is? School assessed coursework. Yeah. Oh, good job. Jeez, well done. Um, Showing me up a little bit. Basics. <laughs> um, so sacks are, you know. Could be wrong, have... actually. <laughs> <laughs> you haven't checked that. That's right. <laughs> oh, we're giving you wrong information. Yeah, yeah. Um, so sacks are our um, in-class assessment tasks. Um, and they, um, you know, centre around, you know, the key elements of the BCE exam. Mm -hmm. Analytical essay writing, uh, comparative and language analysis. We also do <coughs> a creative, which is what you're thinking about. 
Yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's a creative piece. It's not on the exam, but it, it no. will be in re relation to a text that you study in class. I go on. I'm going to tell a short story. Go on, do it. I remember I wasn't that studious back in year twelve. I was like, okay, but I was a bit shock. Not like nowadays. Oh yeah. Anywho, I um had to write this creative piece, mm -hmm. and I was needed to submit a draft by a certain date, and then the final copy a couple of weeks later. Sure. The, this, the day that the draft was due to pass, I had not submitted the draft. My teacher was like, on my back, Jared, 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 where is his bloody essay? <laughs> or this story. Anyway, I was going down to Melbourne or something and I sat on this train and I said, okay, I'm going to take my laptop and write by the time I get there, it'll be done. Yeah. I've rolled onto the train. Lo and behold, I get stitched up sitting next to this 40-year-old bloke who was half drunk <laughs> and um, very loud and what did chat? Wanted to chat. Yeah. I didn't get any any of my work Dang. done. However, I ended up writing my whole piece on him and his life. That's so funny. It was awesome. I don't know if I got the best mark ever. But I was going to say. It was, it was really interesting. He had, <laughs> he had an interesting life. Oh, cool. Yeah, it was cool. Anyway. And drunk, half cut. He what had, is? He <laughs> had a couple of mid-strength beers on the train. <laughs> uh, but, no, it was just quite funny that I had planned to write didn't get any done, which I was annoyed at, but sure. he ended up being my inspiration. Oh, well, that's good. Don't remember Good to have some inspiration. Anywho, we've digressed <laughs> significantly yep. once so, more. <laughs> so SACS for VCE, in HSC, you guys sit in-class assessments. Yep. Um, these are, you know, crucial to your training for the exam at the end of the year too. Um, so you'll do bits and pieces. You'll do pieces on every single element of the exam, which is great. The main thing for these to remember though is that you need to maintain a pretty decent score mm. um like for hsc students they technically don't um the in-class assessments greatly uh what's the word i'm trying to think of jared they greatly um add to the exams your atar sure that, do you know do you know what i'm trying to say i know what you're trying to say yeah so they're de they're very determined uh, determinant for your end of year score. So you've got to kind they're, of do they're, quite They well. have a heavier weighting. Thank you. That's what I'm trying to say. Um, but for VCE SACs, they don't weigh as much. I thought HSC exams weigh more. They do. They definitely do. So their school assess work and their exams. Yeah. So I think it's 50 50. Oh. Like it's, it's they, they're weighed more. What than is it in Vic then? Not much. I can't, I couldn't. I'm going to look this up. Have, have a squiz, but I'm pretty sure that for HSC students, you need to be a bit more mindful of your in-class assessments than VCE Anywho, students. when we go in to see students next, we'll know the answer to this question. Definitely. Yeah. But making sure so that no, you are aiming for a B-grade average. Yeah, I mean. Which will then allow you to hit that 25 in English or that band 2-3 in. When we talk about aiming. I think just aim for 10% better than what you did in the last one. You know, we've all got different goals and aspirations. Just try and improve each time. True, but there's also, you can kind of, you can feel more confident if you're hitting Bs. I mean, because you know that you'll do well in the exam for the English score. I'm not yeah. talking about the ATAR because yeah. ATARs are very scaled and dependent on yeah. the scaling. But for the raw English score, you really want to make sure you're hitting that 25 to 30. Sure. Yeah. We've definitely touched on a lot of points here that might leave um, our listeners with more questions than answers. Mm -hmm. If there is anything, please do hit send us up chat. on MS Microsoft Teams, Teams yeah. chat or you can send us an email once again, which is at 
literacy at thetrove.edu.au. It's a great email. Thank you. Um, I'm, I'm surprised you can say it off the top of your head. Today's is wrapped up now, I believe. I think so, yeah. Is there I anything think that's else it. you wanted to touch on? We've been with our listeners for a good 30 minutes. Thank you for letting us be in your ears today. In your ears. Um, yeah. That's a weird thing to say, but okay. <laughs> I'm never going to say that again. <laughs> Um, no, thank you so much. I hope you guys really enjoyed it and got a lot out of that. And if you do have any questions, definitely hit us up. I think today's was more of a uh, an overview. Yep. yep. Um, and I think future episodes will probably be a bit more specific. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Cool bananas. Anyway. All right. Over and out. See you later, guys. Thanks uh, for listening. Adios, amigos.